Welcome to The Goodness Club, a community for people striving to live healthier, happier, more purposeful lives. This podcast will cover a variety of topics, how to heal from trauma, how to live healthier lives, changing our mindsets, manifesting our dream lives, living our purpose. Being happy and healthy isn't just about the foods we eat and how many workouts we do. Being truly happy and healthy is about making the decision every day to become our best selves and aligning with our purpose. What is eating healthy if you carry resentment? What is staying active if your eating habits are trash? What is love if we haven't first learned to love ourselves? How can we evolve if we are clinging on to our past? Here, we will explore every uncomfortable topic and dissect every aspect of our lives. We will be focusing on mind, body, soul, relationships, nutrition as a whole. They all need to align in goodness in order for life to flow and find purpose, joy, love, and peace. And now for today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Goodness Club. I am Judith Brios. I am pursuing my holistic nutrition diploma as well as becoming a health and wellness coach. So helping people live their best lives and become their best selves and just living a healthier life overall is a passion of mine. And out of this passion of mine, Blossomed Goodness Club, which is this podcast that you are in today, and also it's it's Instagram, which I also share a lot of information on there and kind of like inspo on how to live a healthier and happier life. And it's more focused around at the moment around nutrition and all of that because I am studying this at the moment. So it's something that it's it's more involved in my life right now, right? Nutrition. Um, but I do eventually want to end up talking about relationships, about marriage, about autism. And these are more things that these are other things that I do want to talk about. But like I said, I'm studying now on nutrition and it's kind of like just taking over my my life, my studying session, and it's what I'm being exposed to at this very minute. So it's something that I feel more passionate to share, right? Because I am reading it as we speak and studying about nutrition as we speak. So that's the content that I'm going to be sharing more for now. But I will have other episodes where I talk about, you know, emotional things like trauma and family and marriage and all of that. But this episode, I wanted to talk about anxiety, stress, and I'm going to talk about the adaptogen ashwagandha. It's basically a herbal supplement that you can drink that helps you with anxiety and stress amongst many other health benefits. But before we jump into the adaptogen spotlight, ashwagandha, I want to talk about anxiety and stress. So this is something that I struggle with on a day-to-day basis. I have a lot of stress when it comes to completing tasks. I Just knowing that I have to do things just gives me anxiety and stress. And it's something that I've been trying to work on and cope with. It gets to a point where it's so much anxiety that I end up not doing anything as well as I 
try to control it in a way that I sit, I make myself sit down and meditate or just literally sit in silence and just be with myself without doing anything. Like I'll just sit in the middle of my living room and just sit and then I'll just like be there and I'll just try to just be there and not do anything, not think about anything. And if I do think about something, it's not a big deal. It's kind of like meditation, right? But you're not closing your eyes, you're not breathing or anything. It's kind of like a therapy. There is this therapy that you just sit and you do nothing. I just don't know what it's called. I don't know if it's called sitting therapy. But you do, basically, you just sit and you just are there with yourself and your thoughts. And whatever feelings come up, you just accept them. You allow them to be present and you don't deny them you just kind of like sit with yourself and see what comes up right because sometimes I I may be like disoriented because I may have done something like I may have gone somewhere instead of finishing a whole bunch of things that I had to do at home and then when I come home I'm disoriented because nothing is done and I just don't know where to start now and because I was out with people I kind of had my energy drained emotionally and mentally because I am somebody that when I'm around people I just it drains my entire energy I'm just like gone after that I need like a good couple of hours by myself at home or literally the entire night I'll just be like okay that's it I can't do anything else it just being around people drains me I just am like that so When this happens and I come home from being with people and it doesn't necessarily mean this person was toxic or this person was talking too much or it doesn't necessarily mean anything, although it does help, right? When a person is more like healthy and stable and not, what's that called? Not um, judging others all the time and not negatively speaking Obviously, when, when, I, when I'm around a person that's more like this, it does drain my energy really, really bad. I gotta, I have to kind of like figure out a way to be around these people in, in a way that it won't affect me because it's not like I want to be around people all the time, but you just have to, I have to learn how to be around people without it affecting me, right? That's the point, to be around whatever type of person and not letting their energy take your energy not letting just putting like kind of like a protective bubble around yourself and being with a person accepting them for who they are letting them be who they are but then in no way does that affect you or drain your energy and that's something that I've been really trying to see what I do I've been trying to like research or meditate on it or I don't know to try and figure out how to do that but when I'm around certain people I come home I feel like I can't focus I feel a little bit hectic I feel kind of like their energy is still around me or like I'm just anxious in a way or stressed because I don't know where to start because everything that I had to do in the morning is now pushed back and I don't know how I'm going to get everything done um so then what I do is I sit And I just allow myself to feel how I feel instead of jumping into another task. Because if I'm going to jump into another task anxious, I'm going to be anxious the entire day. Like the entire, the rest of my day, right? I'm just jumping from one task to one task, probably getting completed or or probably being done in not my best work. 
you can say, and I'll just be doing this anxiously, stressed for the entire day. Instead, if, um, if I were to sit down and just sit with this feeling of anxiety and sit with this feeling of stress and just sitting with myself and kind of like looking around at my surroundings, looking at, you know, my couch, just looking at my living room, my room, and just sitting with myself, looking outside because I have a balcony to my left that you can kind of see the trees and the sky and people walking by with their dogs and, and stuff like that. So I'll kind of just like sit here and sometimes my cats, um, it's called, one is called Gordo, one is called Stuart. They're both two male cats. They're so, they're like my babies. I love them. They come to me. I play with them. I kind of like hug them and I'll just allow myself to be in the present moment and come back to my present moment, right? Not to be still in the past or still thinking about what I just did before or kind of stressing about my future um, because I'm like stressing now about things that I have to get done and things that I wasn't able to do. So basically just allowing myself to be in the present moment, not stressing about everything that I have to do next and not stressing about wasting time being out because sometimes I feel like being out and not getting things done done it was like I was wasting time not doing those things right and just being out and socializing or whatnot but I do a lot of work on that on going out with people and socializing because that's something that I have to work on because I'm very introvert I'm very I could be at my house all day and to a certain extent that's not healthy right it's healthy to be outside socializing with people so that's something that I work on myself I sometimes if the opportunity presents itself to for me to go out and be with other people even though I have things that I need to get done since I'm the complete opposite and I'm always do 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 and never socialize I put in the time and putting the effort to go out and socialize with people. But yeah, that's one thing that I do when I'm stressed, when I'm anxious, and I just don't know like what my next step should be. I sit down, I just I don't focus on my breathing or anything. I just sit and I, you know, I'm just there basically. <laughs> um another thing that I can do is meditate. Um, when I'm very anxious and stressed, I take five minutes and I would just sit down and this, this exercise, I really do focus on my breathing. I do focus on connecting back to my body and being in the present moment. It's a little like sitting and doing nothing, but it's, it, to be honest, it's very different because in one, you're focusing on your breathing, which is meditating. You're focusing on your breathing. You are paying attention to your thoughts and you're kind of trying to just balance yourself again in a way. I don't know. But when you're sitting, you're just, your main goal is just to sit and not do anything. No matter if you want to get up and do something because you're anxious about it, it's no, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to do nothing. And that is how I work on my anxiety based on I always have to be doing something and doing something or else I get anxious, right? So then I sit down and I sit down with that anxiety that I'm supposed to be doing something and I'll just sit with it and I'll be like, no, it's fine. If I don't get up and do this in 5, 10, 15 minutes, everything's fine. Like nothing is going to happen, right? 
Another thing that I do when I'm anxious, I have monkey brain, um, is journaling. Journaling has been a huge help for me recently. I have never been into journaling. I didn't I didn't quite like get the whole concept of it, right? But then one day I just I was like, what the heck? I'm gonna try it. I opened up a journal and I started writing and I felt so much better. I even solved my own problems because I was able to write them and I, and I was writing them since I'm I always say I'm like my best therapist. I am my best own therapist and since I'm just like very blunt and very hard on those that I love since I'm like that to myself as well. I'm very hard on myself writing it down and taking a look at my problems is such a good way for me to be my own therapist my own okay judith but this and this and maybe that and that right so then journaling i've figured is such a way i found out it's such a good way for me to let go of some of the anxiety let go of some of the depression let go of some of the unmotivation let go of some of the like feelings of being lost and something that probably somebody did to me that upset me I write it down and it's just such a good way to cope and just let go of all of that there's also these other two or three kind of things that help with anxiety and stress which is get regular exercise this one is a given you hear it everywhere and it really does help. It's not something people just say to say. This is true. Get regular exercise, whether it be cardio, whether it be a Pilates class. I would say it be it would be better to get like a HIIT workout in, something that really gets that heart heart rate up. I would say would be a good exercise, right? If you're going to walk, if you're going to do like a moderate type exercise, it should be for 90 minutes. If you are going to do a strenuous exercise that gets your heart rate up, it should be 40 minutes. Um, obviously, get some sleep. That's something that really helps with anxiety, stress, you know, and especially if these are chronic things, like if you have chronic stress and chronic anxiety, sleeping is a given. You have to have at least eight hours of sleep a night. And something else that helps with stress and anxiety that I find helped me a lot, this is a little bit more towards like, another situation that I might be in because I just spoke about how I get anxious sometimes going out with people and having to come back home and I get anxious because there's things I haven't been able to do this is kind of like the opposite of that another way to battle anxiety and stress is social connection so going out and being with your friends or going on a day or spending time with family whatever kind of social connection that makes you feel good um is going to help with anxiety and stress right obviously orgasms sex all of that also helps with anxiety stress if you have a partner this is something that's really good to have a really good active sex life because it do it does wonders for anxiety and stress so these are the kind of things that i wanted to talk about that are more like things to do right when it comes to anxiety and stress next i'm going to jump into the adaptogen ashwagandha so if you guys don't know what adaptogens are you can go back to my 
I think of one of my really, really first episodes that were, it's called Adaptogen 101. I talk about what an adaptogen is and all of that, right? I get really into it. My favorite adaptogens. And basically adaptogens are herbs that help the body cope with both physical and mental stressors. There's cacao is an adaptogen, maca is an adaptogen, um, shisandra, reishi, cordyceps. These are all adaptogens and they're very different from drugs, from supplements, I can say, because it's not really, it's a root right it's a herb it's like basically like you, your spices that you use in your kitchen it's kind of like that but it's not it's really more powerful than any of those things and ashwagandha what it is is that it helps with anxiety and it helps with stress but there's so much more that this um, particular adaptogen does that we're going to get into right now so ashwagandha is a root that is classified in Indian Ayurvedic medicine as a rejuvenator. It mainly grows in parts of Asia and is a member of the nightshade family. So supplementation with ashwagandha in humans decreases cortisol, increases testosterone, and can improve cardiovascular performance. So I'm going to talk a little bit about the benefits of ashwagandha. I'm going to talk about the people that should not take ashwagandha. And I'm going to talk about the side effects of ashwagandha. Everything has side effects. Always be very careful coming into a new herb, a new supplement. Obviously, always talk to your healthcare provider before taking supplements or higher amounts of ashwagandha because ashwagandha can interact with some medications and, and therefore can affect the way that they work. Um, another name for ashwagandha is Indian ginseng, winter cherry, and the scientific name of ashwagandha is Withania somnifera. So it's important to know these names because sometimes we look at supplements and they have these things and we don't even know them and then we might be taking them apart as a powder. So those are the three other names that is common for ashwagandha. Ashwagandha is used to treat cancer, to treat diabetes, to reduce fatigue, to reduce joint pain, to reduce stress, to reduce anxiety, amongst many other things. I'm going to jump right into the list here. So ashwagandha is used for stress, strain, fatigue, pain, skin diseases, diabetes, gastrointestinal disease, rheumatoid arthritis, and epilepsy. I'm going to include the research that I found all of this information in. Obviously, I'm always going to try and not try, but I will do, I will incorporate the research and the websites where I'm getting all this information. I never do my research in anything that says .com. I always get my research in medical websites or cancer websites, .org websites, basically something that's credible because anybody can make a .com, you know, anybody can make, anybody can put up information on the internet and I do my best to just read medical journals, medical research, trustworthy sources and stuff like that. So I'm going to put those on the episode's notes just in case you want to click on them and read for yourself. But moving on, it improves energy levels, health, long longevity. 
In vitro studies, it suggests that ashwagandha has neuroprotective and anti-inflammatory properties which may protect against cartilage damage and osteoarthritis. In small clinical studies, suggest that ashwagandha may promote sexual performance and male infertility in adults. It improves both non-restorative sleep in healthy adults and sleep quality in patients with insomnia. In patients with schizophrenia, ashwagandha improves symptoms and stress and affected markers of met metabolic syndrome. Another benefit is the effects on cognitive function in patients with bipolar disorder. So preliminary data suggests that it may help to improve balance in patients with progressive degenerative cerebral ataxias. There was another study done where they took a standardized extract of ashwagandha and they saw it and they saw that it produced analgesic, anti-inflammatory, and contral protective effects in patients with knee joint pain. So ashwagandha is also great for joint pain. Ashwagandha demonstrated anti-cancer effects against several cancer cell lines, but was ineffective against drug-resistant cancer stem cells. In another study, of breast cancer patients, ashwagandha alleviated chemotherapy-induced fatigue and improved quality of life. So ashwagandha has also been shown to prove people that are under chemotherapy, which is great. Ashwagandha lowers anxiety and cortisol. There are six studies done and shows that it does reduce cortisol, as well as, I don't know if I mentioned before, but it reduces stress, insomnia, fatigue, and cognitive impairment. It also helps with reducing depression. Ashwagandha can lead to small reductions in blood glucose, blood pressure, and LDL cholesterol, but it can slightly increase HDL cholesterol. Ashwagandha may modestly increase testosterone and sperm quality in infertile men. And ashwagandha can augment thyroid function by increasing the conversion of the less potent thyroid hormone T4 to the more active form of the thyroid hormone T3. Therefore, some people, it can support a healthier thyroid function. But on the other hand, on the other hand if an individual's thyroid is already borderline hyperactive, ashwagandha can contribute to hyperthyroidism. So ashwagandha is taken for anxiety, stress, diabetes, fatigue, pain, rheumatoid arthritis, sleep. But I mainly take it for its anxiety and stress benefits, right? It really does help me cope with my stress. Not in a way, first of all, a little bit goes a long way. There's no need to over supplement yourself with ashwagandha when you are just stressed out a lot. Just a, a little bit goes a really long way. Just a little bit of supplementation every single day or every other day can help. And this just helps with the feeling of anxiety and the feeling of stress, right? It doesn't allow yourself to get so worked up in that way. Some of the side effects of ashwagandha may include nausea, headache, drowsiness, stomach irritation, diarrhea. Don't use ashwagandha if you're pregnant because it may cause abortion. Talk with your doctor if you have hormone-sensitive prostate cancer because ashwagandha may increase testosterone levels. This can interfere with your treatment. 
and ashwagandha may increase the drowsiness effects of some prescriptions. So talk with your healthcare provider before taking it or let your healthcare provider know that you are taking ashwagandha or that you want to take ashwagandha when you are taking other medications as well, just to see if this is going to interfere or interact with that medication. Apart from that, if you are healthy, if you don't take medications, if you don't have any diseases, it is, I believe, perfectly safe to start taking ashwagandha a little bit, little supplementation every day just to see how it works on your body. If you do have any of these side effects, research has shown that people with the nausea, with the headache, drowsiness, stomach irritation, diarrhea, as soon as they stopped taking ashwagandha, the symptoms, the side effects went away. There was no long-term effect to taking ashwagandha um again if you don't feel comfortable please talk to your healthcare provider but this is just something that i wanted to put out there because i've been taking ashwagandha for a while and i've known about adaptogens for years now and now is when i see ashwagandha on the market being sold as supplement supplement pills right to help with stress to help with anxiety there's always been these pills out there that help with anxiety but nothing ever said ashwagandha and i'm starting to see this adaptogen more on the market now like it's picking up momentum it's picking up it's getting trendy now all of a sudden and there is a i don't believe in pills i kind of don't like i don't it's not that i don't believe in them but i don't like how they are done because sometimes they are mixed with a whole bunch of other things that I really don't know what they are or they might be chemicals or they might be additives or maybe the pill is not even an ashwagandha pill. So this is also important when you're going to go buy any supplement, any powder, be sure to do research on the brand that you're buying from because the supplement industry does not have any regulation and literally anybody can come up with any powder and name it ashwagandha or name it b12 and sell it to the public and they can in in the ingredients it can even say b12 or ashwagandha but it doesn't even have what it says to have because there is no regulation to this yet there is no law taking place that there has to be some kind of regulation there has to be some kind of test done or or anything like that before going on the market there's supplements that have been on the market for years until it starts giving people side effects or it starts killing people and then is when this brand goes under investigation by the fda and then this can also take a couple of more months until the brand has to stop making this right it's banned from making these things because the fda saw that there was some misinformation some something that was not right or they were not putting what they were claiming to put or it's or the pill is not doing what it's claiming to do and then even after it gets banned there's still some grocery stores some drug stores that still sell them because obviously they were carrying it before it got banned so it's always good to do your research on what brand you're going to buy from when it comes to supplements when it comes to powders make sure that you're buying from a trustworthy brand 
I would stay away from, which I do stay away from, but I would stay away from grocery store brands, like their own, sometimes grocery stores, drug stores, they carry their own brand of vitamins, minerals, or whatever. I stay away from those. I make sure that the brand that I'm buying from specifically focuses on doing these things and these things only, like only vitamins, only powders, and not even that but then i go into more research on this brand i look at their website i look at their where their factory is located i look at the ingredient the ingredients on the bottle because sometimes it can say a a vitamin but then you turn it over and it has a whole bunch of other additives and and things that don't need to be on the pill um so it's always you know very important to be picky when it comes to buying these things and to be informed and to do your research when you're going to start introducing supplements powders whatever into your body it's important right because like i said anybody can come up with anything sell it to the public and there has been no regulation as to what it has inside i want to share my favorite brands that i use every single day it enhances your body your mood your spirit and it's moon juice moon juice is this brand that has adaptogenic super herbs and mushrooms that elevate your body that help you with stress with libido with mood it's these adaptogenic powders that you can add to anything. You can add to your baking, to your lattes, to your smoothies, to your soups. You can add them literally anywhere. They're so easy to incorporate into your daily life. And my favorite ones are reishi, cordyceps, maca, pearl, shaga, ashwagandha, and cacao. And I love also makuna. These are all adaptogenic herbs that help the body resist stressors of all kinds, whether physical, chemical, or biological. And I just love moon juice. They use plant sources. They are sustainable. They never formulate anything with endangered plants. And they recently just went sustainable with their packaging so now when you order like let's say their superpower supplements and you want to do a replacement or subscription they now send over compostable packaging so that is amazing i love when i see brands trying to be better and make more sustainable decisions to just help our environment so they also have immune support supplements they have stress management supplements they have cellular skincare supplements and hair nutrition supplements it's such an amazing supplement you are getting what you need for hair growth for hair shine and then apart from that these supplements also include adaptogens whether it be ashwagandha or cordyceps or maca it's included in it so isn't that cool i recently just got the hair nutrition and the immune support and they're on their way i still haven't received them but i'm so excited especially for the hair nutrition one because i've been trying to get my hair a little bit more longer a little bit more shinier more strong because if it does tend to fall out a little bit and i'm just excited to introduce these supplements to my hair and to see how the adaptogens also play a role in my body and having them and taking them every single morning so i am extremely excited 
to have a code for you for Moon Juice. You can use code JudithLReels15 for 15% off your order. And I'm going to put the link down below in the episode's notes. I really recommend you trying their overnight oats. It's the only bag of overnight oats they have. It is the most it is the best overnight oat I have ever tasted. I make my own overnight oats and it just does not compare. So I already have four bags on the way because me and Alfredo flew through the first bag. It was so good. And once you read the ingredients and what it has, it's amazing. So I also wanted to recommend that little bag. And now back to the episode. I use ashwagandha in smoothies, in baking, in lattes, in drinks. You can put them in your coffee, in your teas, in your soups. They're really versatile when you buy them in powder form. I buy them from Moon Juice. I love this brand. I love their branding. I love their sustainability. I love how they source their their adaptogens. And I'm sorry if you hear like... I don't know if you can hear the noise, but my neighbors are being extremely loud. And there's a dog barking even. I'm sorry if you hear that. Yeah, I buy them from Moon Juice. And if you want to try them out, I have a 15% discount code JudithLReels15. I'm also doing a giveaway slash raffle situation for the listeners of Goodness Club. The way to enter is by li- is by leaving a written review in the podcast you don't have to leave a review you can also just write something in the review section something that you want me to talk about something that you want to listen to or you know anything that you want for me to to speak about i'd be more than glad to hear those recommendations and talk about these topics this is also a way that you can enter the giveaway you don't have to necessarily leave a review and this is my way of also making this a listener driven podcast i want to accommodate the podcast to your needs to whatever it is that you want to listen to but thank you so much for listening today thank you for making me part of your day i love you all and i will see you next friday bye